0: Welcome to Above Avalon. This is episode 185, a Memoji Bridge to Mixed Reality. Hi, I'm Neil. It's been too long since I last talked with some of you. I hope everyone has been well and is getting ready for what looks to be a pretty busy final stretch of 2021 for Apple and the broader tech industry. Back in June, we talked about some of my takeaways from WWDC 2021. We will kick off today's episode with another observation from WWDC. However, as we will see, the discussion will quickly expand to look at a multi-year development that has been unfolding within Apple. We're talking mixed reality. But before we get to that, let's set the scene. I'm always intrigued by Apple events, because everything that we see and hear from Apple during these events is there for a reason. Apple is very deliberate in how it puts together these events. And so when Apple kicked off this year's WWDC presentation, which was virtual, once again, because of the pandemic, they had Tim Cook walk out on stage inside Steve Jobs' theater. So this is the theater that Apple has at its Apple Park campus in California. That by itself is not new. Apple has done this in other virtual events. The difference this time is that the auditorium was filled with Memoji. I actually did try to count the number of Memoji that Apple included. I came out to 600, which was a little bit odd because it was exactly 600. So maybe I did get the right number of Memoji. The actual theater does hold more like 1,000 people. For most observers who are watching the keynote, having Tim Cook do this, walk out in front of 600 Memoji, may have come off as just a way of Apple adding some fun to the keynote. But again, as we were just saying, everything Apple does during these events is on purpose. There is a meaning behind everything. That really was at the heart of why my mind started running. And then I considered how Apple had been placing a bigger bet with Memoji in terms of the invites, its leadership page, we'll talk about that shortly. I think all of this is part of a larger multi year bet that Apple is placing here. And it comes down to using Memoji to prepare us for the upcoming mixed reality era. At first that may seem a little bit silly. Isn't a Memoji just a fun way of sending a message? But there's a lot of things going on in terms of mixed reality and possible use cases, or we should say, tentpole features for mixed reality that would require something like Memoji. And that's going to be really the crux of today's discussion. I think it's important to go over what exactly is a Memoji. Some of you may not be familiar with Memoji. Others may have heard different definitions. The straightforward answer is that a Memoji is a digital representation of how we see ourselves. As it stands today, this could change, but as it stands today, Memoji is not created by Apple in terms of scanning your face and an automatic Memoji is created. Again, that may be in the future, but as of now, it is up to you to determine what you think your Memoji should look like or can look like. This explains why Apple launched Memoji with significant customization options. And the company has continued to add almost every minor facial and head accessory tweak possible. There's a lot more that Apple can do here. I have heard from some people who say Memoji still just does not do a good job at representing themselves. And so even though it seems like Apple has almost everything considered, there's more they could do, and I think they will do that. Apple doesn't want anyone to feel left out or unrepresented. Memoji were introduced in 2018 alongside iOS 12. We can maybe look at this as the pre-AR era. AR standing for augmented reality. One year prior, Apple had introduced emoji, And so those were just simply animated emoji and different animals and such. The whole point behind that was to showcase or highlight the iPhone 10's true depth camera system. The process used to create a Memoji provides clues as to how Apple sees them being used. It's all about communication. You have to navigate to the Messages app to create a Memoji. And at the end of the Memoji creation process, you can get sticker packs. And so basically, it's just a way of adding personality and a different kind of touch to messages. Last year, Apple did unveil a Memoji app for Apple Watch so you can create Memoji on your wrist. That's also part of communication, though, because, again, a key tenet of the Apple Watch is new ways of communicating. In addition to messages in which you can use Siri or you can use a finger to quickly write out a sentence, there's walkie-talkie. There's also intercom, so that allows you to basically take over a HomePod from your wrist. And that's something I've actually been using more and more of lately which I think is intriguing on many levels. As part of writing and researching the most recent Above Avalon article titled Apple's Big Bet on Memoji, I actually went through the process of creating my own Memoji. Now, I had been playing around with Memoji in the past. I created faces, sort of wacky characters, but I actually never really tried to do Memoji as myself. Going through the process, it was surprisingly fun. It was easy, very easy, I have to say. And in a weird way, it was relaxing. I created one in about five minutes. That's all it took. I published the final result in the most recent Above Avalon article. And I know there's not a lot of images out there of me yet. There are some videos. I've done YouTube videos in the past. And I actually think the Memoji came out pretty good. I didn't think that it looked terribly different than what, at least again, What I think I look like. One thing that caught my attention with Memoji is how they do have a distinct look. It's easy to pick out a Memoji from all of these other digital representations of oneself that are becoming available via all these third-party apps. If you spend time on Twitter, Facebook, maybe even YouTube, you probably have seen these ads basically that say, turn yourself into a cartoon character. And okay, it looks interesting. But there's something about Memoji that when you look at it, you go, yeah, that looks like it's something from Apple. Accordingly, Memoji ends up being a form of Apple branding. Next to Apple Watches, distinctive rectangular watch face, the front-facing camera and sensor module on iPhone, and there's the iMac, the front-facing chin that's very distinctive Apple. With all of that under our belt, I think now is a good time to look at how Apple has been putting Memoji in the spotlight. And this takes us to WWDC 2021. Following the keynote, there were a number of people who published what I would call clues that Apple's thinking about AR list and included all these items that Apple unveiled on stage that really strongly (laughs) hints that Apple is thinking about AR, some people say VR, I like to say mixed reality. I think we'll talk a little bit about the differences in all that shortly. But the clues, they're definitely there. These people who make these lists, they are right. We have FaceTime share play. That's going to have a big role to play in mixed reality as we consume content while simultaneously interacting with friends and family. Live text and photos. It's an obvious feature destined to be used while wearing Apple face wearables. Apple Maps has been receiving AR features that are perfectly suited for smart glasses. Even spatial audio. It's all about rethinking the way we consume audio content, depending on our relationship between the physical and digital worlds. AR, mixed reality, it's not just about visual, but you also have to consider the audio side of things. There was one clue, though, that not a lot of people pointed to as a clue for Apple moving into AR. Or mixed reality i would go so far as to say i didn't see anyone mention this item the heavy emphasis on memoji apple went all out with memoji at this year's virtual wwdc we got an early hint of this with the actual keynote invite where apple had three memoji and three macbooks a lot of people looked at that invite and said oh don't think too much about the memoji that just reflects WWDC going virtual again. Now, to be fair, that explanation doesn't actually take anything away from the idea that emoji is all about the next year of AR mixed reality. However, when I looked at that invite, I thought that the MacBooks being looked at, that was the reference to WWDC going virtual. Because it essentially alluded to how developers around the world, and you could include consumers as well. But developers around the world were going to use their MacBooks to watch the keynote or to watch WWDC sessions. So including the MacBook in the invite, that was the reference to WWDC going virtual due to the pandemic. The Memoji played a bigger role. Apple also updated its leadership page to include everyone's Memoji. They also updated Twitter profile pictures of Memoji. One thing worth pointing out is that it's not that Apple just suddenly turned on the Emoji switch. Apple actually had updated its leadership page back in 2018 to reflect World Emoji Day. And so you had all of the executive pictures being changed to Memoji. It's interesting, though, because when you look back at that 2018 revision, the Memoji really didn't look that great. So Apple clearly has been improving the designs to make them look a little bit more genuine or as closer to reality as possible. In addition, WWDC 2020 included Memoji references the invites in the actual keynote. That's also when Apple announced new features for emoji in terms of customization. Instead, this year's WWDC and all of these Memoji references it came off as Apple trying to build momentum. So when you do look at this from a multi-year timeline or a multi-year span, you're seeing Apple trying to place a bigger bet. I'm emoji. As we talked about towards the beginning of the episode, there was then this year's WWDC keynote opening scene. I think that could benefit from a little bit more commentary. Due to the pandemic, Steve Jobs Theater, that's Apple's 100 plus million dollar, thousand-seat underground theater, has not hosted a product event since the second half of 2019. While the theater was shown in prior virtual events, there was something about having Tim Cook stand in front of an empty theater that just didn't feel right. However, by including Memoji, Apple was able to add some life, albeit animated, to the theater. At this point of discussion, I think we can move beyond just talking about Memoji and focus on the broader topic of mixed reality. Memoji is a tool Apple is relying on to prepare users for mixed reality and completely rethought ways to consume content and communicate with others. We've talked about the idea of mixed reality in the past and prior Above Avalon episodes, but I think it's been more sporadic it's been a little bit disjointed. So I think it's important to go over very quickly the difference between mixed reality and augmented reality and virtual reality. Most people are familiar with the terms augmented reality and virtual reality. However, such terms have become confusing when it comes to actually figuring out what do they mean or what are they describing. Here's how I think about it. Augmented reality, simply put, is adding context to your surroundings. There is a mobility aspect to augmented reality. We are able to get value from it by using it as we move around the real world. Virtual reality, I almost think, is more of a head fake. Of course, we've come to define virtual reality as these head devices, I call them almost contraptions in a way, that takes you to a virtual world. Gaming has been popular. I don't actually think that's where things are headed. And so I don't make much of virtual reality. Instead, I think mixed reality is sort of the sibling to augmented reality. So again, augmented reality is more mobile. It's for glasses you wear every day, all day. There are plenty of enterprise use cases for augmented reality. Mixed reality is not about being mobile. Instead, mixed reality is when you're in a chair or when you're in a couch. Mixed reality will introduce the idea of sharing real-world experiences with others via digital space. Examples of this include attending everything from live sports events and awards shows to theatrical plays, all from the comfort of your home. Given the right camera technology, any real-world event will likely one day be able to be consumed in mixed reality. When you attend these live events, it's not as if you're able to walk around them. Because again, augmented reality is more about the mobile experience in the real world. Mixed reality would be about what does it feel like to sit in the front row seat at Madison Square Garden and watch a basketball game? Or what does it feel like to watch a tennis match being right up there next to the tennis player? I don't think these live events will occur in a digital world like The Sims or Fortnite either. You will feel like you are right there at the live event that's just taking place in another part of the world. Given how live events are all about sharing experiences with friends and family, mixed reality has to be able to replicate shared experiences. I don't think it's going to be enjoyable to just sit in your couch and be taken to Madison Square Garden, and you're basically by yourself. You're looking to your left and your right, and you see other people there. You want your friends and family to be there. This will require a method of representing oneself to others while attending these live events via mixed reality. How do you do that? Do you use odd-looking avatars? Do you use portraits of ourselves that have been animated? Neither of those really make sense to me. Instead, Memoji would be Apple's answer for that digital representation. By pushing Memoji now, prior to actually selling mixed reality devices to the public, Apple is looking to remove whatever awkwardness may be found with creating and using a digital representation of ourselves. Said another way, Apple doesn't want people to look at Memoji as being lame or maybe too childish Or, well, that's just for iMessage. Instead, Apple wants to build that comfort level with Memoji. Higher Memoji adoption will then make it easier for people to embrace mixed reality when it is time. Strong adoption for mixed reality would then help Apple's efforts to develop a platform developers can use to rethink our communication and social activities. There are M&A clues, mergers, and acquisitions that point to Apple moving in this direction. Apple recently acquired two companies that were involved in sharing real-world experiences. NextVR played in the realm of using cameras to map the real world, creating a, quote, virtual world that is painted with images of the real world, end quote. The company had also begun work on placing elements of live experiences, quote, into the viewer's physical world, end quote, to use NextVR's own description. That is basically exactly what we're talking about here these virtual experiences can be achieved by mapping indoor sports arenas, concert halls, or practically any room for that matter. The point in building indoor maps isn't to take the user into some kind of imaginary world similar to Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. Instead, it's all about delivering enhanced experiences for consuming content. It is difficult to portray this using traditional video, but if you head on over to bovavelin.com, and go to the article, Apple's Big Bat on Memoji, published August 23rd, 2021, just a couple days ago, I included a video, this is from YouTube, of the 2017 Wimbledon Final. And it's from NextVR, before Apple acquired them. I think it provides a pretty good idea as to what we're talking about here. You feel like you are right up there near the action, as if you are in that front row seat. And I would say the only addition or maybe the only change I would make is that if you turn left or right, and again, you're doing this at the comfort of your home. You're on a couch, you're in a chair. So if you turn left or right, you can see memoji of your friends and family. And they won't just be static images, they will actually be able to show their emotion as they talk. The Memoji will talk. You can kind of see where I'm headed here. Apple would be taking technology like from NextVR and interlacing it with Memoji to offer a new method of consuming live sporting events digitally with friends and family. Last year, Apple also acquired Spaces, which is founded and incubated within DreamWorks Animation. The Spaces team has an interesting perspective this year in the entertainment space. The leadership team view themselves as game developers. Space has worked with the National Geographic Society in offering an audience the ability to consume the same VR experience led by one presenter. So while that is different than what NextVR was focused on working on, you could see how there's a similarity there. And that is trying to find a way of both enhancing the real world by bringing us to new events, bringing us to events that we would never have gone to on our own, but also considering the communication aspect. We're not just going to these events in isolation. It's not as if we're going in a bubble. We are able to also communicate with friends and family as we experience all of these live events. As for Mark Zuckerberg's vision involving the metaverse, in which people will spend time in a digital world instead of hopping between digital and the real life, the idea is flawed. For one very simple reason. The metaverse is at odds with a trend that has been unfolding for decades and will continue to unfold for decades to come. As technology has become more personal, the barriers between humans and technology have eroded. It's hard to think of a larger barrier between technology and humans than what is being described as the metaverse. The value And promise found with mixed reality isn't to remove us from the real world, but to bring the real world to us. And I think that's where Apple's headed. I think mixed reality is going to be ready for prime time before augmented reality. So Apple will announce some type of visor or goggle. It still has to be lightweight. It still has to be comfortable. But it's not something that you're going to be wearing out and about in public. It's going to be something that you will likely use in the comfort of your home. And then in a few years, Apple will unveil basically glasses, a very lightweight, thin pair of glasses, just like maybe what we're used to when we say glasses, but that could be worn all day, every day, outside, inside, and that will deliver augmented reality. So it's not necessarily taking us to a live event somewhere else in the world. But instead, it's about adding context to our surroundings. So two different things. Mixed reality first, augmented reality second. As for whether or not mixed reality will be mass market, there will always be a limited number of front row seats available at a sports arena or concert hall. By allowing a sports game or concert to be consumed in mixed reality, everyone will be able to have that front row experience. That's not a niche application. Thanks to mixed reality, instead of merely watching Tim Cook walk out on stage to kick off a product event at Steve Jobs Theater, we will be able to experience what it's like to sit inside Steve Jobs Theater. That would do it for today's discussion. Do you want more Above Avalon? Check out Above Avalon Membership. The cornerstone of membership is access to my exclusive updates about Apple and everything the company touches, including its competitors. And the industries that it plays in. All of my original research, analysis, and perspective are found in these updates. The updates are 2,000 word emails sent directly to your inbox Monday through Thursday. There is also a podcast add on available that can be attached to a membership so that the updates can be listened to in various podcast players. The amount of analysis found in these updates is unmatched in the industry. To sign up, go to aboveavalon.com and go to the membership page. Membership is just $20 per month or $200 per year. Once you become a member, you can access the daily updates archive and member form. In addition, membership includes access to my fully functioning Apple earnings model and reports. If you enjoy the articles found in AboveAvalon.com and these podcast episodes, you definitely want to check out Above Avalon membership. I am proud to say that Above Avalon is 100% sustained by its members. So if you like Above Avalon, consider playing an active role in its support. With that, I will conclude this episode. I will talk to you all later.